0: Hey fam, hello, 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 family, I'm back, I told you we were going to do the part two, here you says (laughs) this, you know that was a few days ago, but listen, I've been a little booked, my baby birthday just passed, uh, so I was busy with that a little bit, and then you know, just everyday life I was a little busy, but now we are back with the word from the Lord, and we're going we gonna to get right into it. So, family, the Lord told me this. The same time that he was giving me the word, uh, be fearless, the Lord was speaking this word to me that I'm about to bring. And he said he's closing that that lion's mouth. Hallelujah. The lion's mouth. He's closing the lion's mouth. And the first scripture that I want to take you to is First Peter, chapter five, starting at verse eight. And it says, stay alert. Watch out for your great enemy, the devil. He prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Stand firm against him and be strong in your faith. Remember that your family believers all over the world is going through the same kind of suffering you are. In his God, kindness, God called you to share in his eternal glory by means of Christ Jesus. So after you have suffered a little while, he will restore, support, and strengthen you. And he will place you on a firm foundation. All power to, to him forever. Amen. And family, when when I was reading that, Lord had brought, brought that word to me. Remember when he, he said that. I want, in order for you to uh, stand firm your faith has to be firm in order for God to have you stand firm. Your faith has to be firm in him. When you believe you have to believe in God and God alone, you cannot be halfway believing because God needs you to believe in him because he needs you to see that is him. So when you are wavering, the Lord is like, I cannot move because you keep wavering. You keep going back and forth in your faith, believe in who I am because when I work this mighty miracle in your Life when people see the signs, wonders in your life, they will know that it is I because you bring me much glory, they will know that it's I that have done this for you. Hallelujah! And you might be sitting there. And you might be like, but why does it have to be so long? Like, why have I been suffering for so long? And the Lord is saying, I've been filled, building your faith. I needed your faith to be firm in me. I needed you to be deeply rooted in me. So I had to let the trials come so you could see that my power works best in your weakness. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I had to I had to allow that to happen so you can see that it's greater he that lives in you than he that lives in the world. I had to show you. I had to show you my power. I had to show you how strong my right hand is. Say the Lord. I had to show you that in me, you are victorious. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So family, when he was saying, because we know the devil, he roams around like like a roaring lion. That's like he he walks around like he has power. He comes to you very boldly, like he has power. Hallelujah! But let me tell you about something the God. How the, about let me tell you something about the God I serve. Hallelujah! Let me tell you something about Him. He is the true lion. Hallelujah! He is a real lion. Hallelujah! He has all power, all might, all strength. That's about the God that I know. That's about the God that I. I serve. I know it's so. I know it's so. And I know that the enemy has to flee when the Lord rebukes him. I know he has to flee. Hallelujah. And I want to take you to, um, hold on. Let me give this a second. Let's go to Matthew chapter four. The temptation of Jesus. Then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted there by the devil. For 40 days and 40 nights he fasted and became very hungry. What I need you to understand, right? Is the battle that the Lord was going through was in his mind? You have to understand that the enemy was trying to get into the Lord's mind during this wilderness season of his life. Hallelujah. He was trying to find a way to slither in into Jesus' life. Do you get that? He was trying to find a way to kill, steal, and destroy. Hallelujah. But we're going to read it. We're going to read it. During that time, the devil came and said to him, If you are the Son of God, tell these stones to become loaves of bread. But Jesus told him, no, the scriptures say people do not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Hallelujah. Jesus was combating the enemy with scriptures. I know we have heard this before, but just listen. Jesus was combating the enemy with scriptures. Hallelujah. The enemy, he, 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 he gave him. He was trying to give him um, a vain imagination. You know, he says, he says, if you are the son of God, if you are, he was trying to entice him. We know he was trying to tempt him. If you are, prove it. That's how he was coming to the Lord. But the Lord knew who he was. He was immovable. He was fearless about who he was. Like, oh, the scriptures say people do not live by bread alone. But by every word that comes from the mouth of God, then the devil took him to the holy city, Jerusalem, to the highest point of the temple and said, if you are the son of God, jump off. For the scriptures say he will order his angels to protect you and they will hold you up with their hands so you won't even hurt your foot on a stone. Then Jesus responded, the scriptures also say you must not test the Lord your God. Next, the devil took him to the peak of a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. I will give it all to you, he said, if you kneel down and worship me. And he says, get out of here, Satan, Jesus told him, for the scriptures say you must worship the Lord your God and serve only him then the devil went away and the angels came and took care of jesus the enemy went away the lord rebuked him he said get out of here hallelujah and he has to bend a knee when the lord speaks something he has to bend a knee hallelujah and that's what you need to know about your life you going through this season and you feel like the enemy just keeps on coming up against your mind hallelujah now that he can't entice you to do the sinful things that you used to do now he comes at your mind now he tries to come at you more religiously now he tries to to try to critique what you know he tries to use scripture Mm, well the the scriptures say this but you gotta say but the scripture also says this hallelujah you gotta know you gotta cast down the vain imaginations that's what jesus was doing jesus was casting down the vain imaginations that the enemy was presenting towards him yes the, the, the word does say that if if The angels will not let me hurt a foot on my stone. It does say that. But you know what else it says? But do you know what else it says? It says you must not test the Lord your God. That's what it says. That's what that scripture says. Hallelujah. You got to be firm. And the enemy will try to come at you even in a religious way. He will try to come at you even religiously. Like, wait, what? He will try to attack it because it's all about attacking your faith because faith is the only thing that you can do to please God is believing Jesus. You have to believe him. That's what you have to do. It all is about believing in who Jesus is. The enemy will try to attack that. He will try to attack who, who you know Jesus to be. Hallelujah. He will try to use the fact that you fall short to the glory of God to try to get you to give up. Hallelujah, but you gotta be like Jacob. Listen, I done did some jacked up things, but I'm not gonna let the Lord go until he blesses me. I will wrestle with God because I'm not gonna let him go until he blesses me. Do you get what I'm saying? Yes, I might fall short. Yes, I might stumble, but that's not an excuse for me to give up. That's not an excuse for me to bend a knee to the enemy. That's not an excuse. I will not worship him. Hallelujah. I don't care what you try to do. I can gain the whole world, but what does it mean if I lose my soul? So I don't care about what you're trying to offer me in the name of Jesus, because it's about Jesus. It's about that. I will not give up on him in the name of Jesus. And I'm speaking this for somebody. I'm speaking this over you. Hallelujah. You can you can gain the whole world, but what is it if you lose your soul? What is it? What can you do if you gain the whole world and lose your soul? You can't take none of that with you. None of that is going with you. Hallelujah. None of that is going. The Lord is saying, "None of that is going with you. The only thing eternal is me. The only thing eternal is the relationship that I want to share with you. That's the only thing that you can take from eternity to eternity is to know me to know who I truly am says the Lord. hallelujah. He is good. He is good. so do you see how he was the 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 enemy was coming up against Jesus, but he was able to shut that, that false lion. Cause he ain't even a real lion. He just a snake. He just a snake. That's all he is. is a snake. And he has the, um, the ability to give you an illusion to what he wants you to think that he is. He wants you to think that he is a lion. Hallelujah. He wants you to think that, but really he's just a sneaky snake. He's just a snake, and you gotta remember that when you hear him trying to make that little fake roar sound, when he be trying to come up all bold, uh, trying to roar. You gotta remember that he can only give you an illusion to what he wants you to think that he is. Hallelujah. You got to know, you got to just know that he is not who he portrays he is. He's not like that. Yes, he is very wicked. He is wicked and he is a liar, but he tries to come in different forms. We know that he tries to come in like the angel of light. We know that. We know that when you get to a certain point, now he has to begin to use other ways to try to get you to fall. Now we know that he tries to agitate your life once he can't get you to do the things that you used to do. We know that. Hallelujah. And that's why we got to stay in this word of God to cast down that vain imagination. Hallelujah. When he tries to bring up the stress of paying bills to you. When he tries to bring that up, you have to go to the scriptures where the Lord says, I will take care of you. Why? are you worrying why do you have so little faith if I care for the lilies in the field if I care for the birds why would I not take care of you says the Lord hallelujah you guys to know that because that enemy will try to have you calculating carrying the one adding two robbing Peter paying Paul oh and both of them still he'll try to do those things but you got to trust in the Lord your God and stay firm to what his word says and the Lord says he will take care of you that what the word says. He says that I will take care of you. Why are you worrying? Why do you have so little faith? I said I would take care of you. Believe me. Stand on that says the Lord. Stand on what I am telling you. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Now I want to take you to Daniel chapter 6. Daniel chapter 6. Daniel in the lions, den. And this, this is just, this is, this is just the scene, y'all. This the scene. I need you to put yourself in this. You are Daniel right now. When we read in this, you have to be Daniel. I need you to fill what Daniel felt. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. It says Darius the Medi decided to divide the kingdom into 120 provinces and he appointed a high officer to rule over each province. The king also chose Daniel and two other administrators to supervise the high officer and protect the king's interest. Hallelujah. So we see that Daniel, he 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 had a position. Daniel had a purpose. Daniel was raised up to care about and to uh, protect the king's interest. So he has he's doing what he needs to do. He about his kingdom business, right? Daniel soon proved himself more capable than all the other administrators and high officers. Because of Daniel's great ability, the king made plans to place him over the entire empire. So the Lord, let's take it back. The Lord as he sees you walking in your purpose, as he sees that you are doing what you are doing for the kingdom and I need to let somebody know that when you are suffering, you are suffering for Christ's sake. Hallelujah. So even in your suffering hear me now even in your suffering you are doing your kingdom purpose hallelujah that was for somebody but back to what I was saying. So the Lord has been watching you. The Lord has been watching you and he's saying, hmm, okay, my child is keeping the faith. My child is fighting a good fight. I see even when my child gets knocked down, they get back up. I see even when an enemy tries to throw a dart that they cast it down. Hallelujah. I see the great ability. I see how much they believe in me. I see how many mountains they are moving with the faith that I have placed inside of them. I see that they are doing Hallelujah, what pleases me, says the Lord. So he says... The king made plans to place him over the entire empire. Now the Lord wants to honor you. The Lord wanted to honor Daniel for all his great work. Do you see me? Because we wrestle not against flesh and blood. The Lord will use whoever he has to use in order to usher their child into what he wants them to do. That's what else I need you to understand. It doesn't matter what a person says. If you calling and you trying to get straightened out. And a person making you seem like it's impossible to get that situation straightened out. You got to know that you wrestle not against flesh and blood. You take it to the Lord and you trust in him. Hallelujah. It's somebody you waiting on some type of... um? It's some type of business affair. You waiting for it to go through. You've been wrestling. Every person you have been talking to has been bringing you to a dead end. They have been sitting... They're not helping you. All they're doing is adding more stress and anxiety onto you because you feel like your back is up against the wall. The Lord is telling me to tell you, be still and know that He is God. That's what He is saying. He is saying, be still and know that I am God. Know that I will will move heaven and hell to get to you says the lord know that nothing can separate me from you and know that i care about you know that i will handle this for you says the lord know that i will strengthen you says the lord know that know that every knee has to bend to me hallelujah i don't care how many times you try to call hallelujah watch the lord do what only the lord can do watch him do it hallelujah hallelujah Woo. Then the other administrators and high officers began searching for some fault in the way. In the way Daniel was handling government affairs but they couldn't find anything to criticize or condemn. So now the enemy, you said in this season of pruning and purifying the enemy he was trying to use was what enticed you. which What enticed you, sorry i begin getting tongue tied what enticed you the enemy tried to use it. He tries to use fornication. He He tried to use drugs he tried to use alcohol he tried to use um like all different types of lust he tried to use your love of money he tried to use these things to entice you to sin hallelujah to entice you to entice you to fall off your track he did those things hallelujah but listen it says, but they couldn't find anything to criticize or condemn. You have remained blameless in the Lord's sight. You have been pleading the blood. You have been praying to the father in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. So the enemy could not find fault there. He could not condemn you. He, hold on. My kids is being loud, y'all. Hold on real quick. My bad, y'all. They was out there. They was too late to quit. Okay. I had to, I had to tell him, sit damn, What you doing? But, um, the Lord, the, the Lord, back to what we were saying. So you, you couldn't, you couldn't do those things that once enticed you. You, do, you don't do those things no more. You choose to, re, to stay in prayer. You choose to stay in communion. You choose to keep going after the father. You, you continue to plead the blood when you fall short. You, 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 you want to, to please the father. Hallelujah. So you know what that does? It makes the enemy more mad that he can't get you in those sinful ways no more. He can't get you to cuss folks out when, when they do something. Now, now now the Lord, the Holy Spirit in you, got got got, got you reacting a different way when people come up against you. Now you saying I'ma pray for you. And you really mean I'ma pray for you. You ain't saying it sarcastically. You really mean I'm gonna pray because I see I see how the enemy has his foothold in your life so I'ma pray for you now you mean it like that right and it says that he, he was always faithful, always responsible, and completely trustworthy. You have built trust with the Father. The Lord is saying, as you've been going to each level, as you have been slaying these giants in your land, you have proved yourself to be faithful, responsible, and completely trustworthy. I can now trust you with the kingdom of God. I can now trust you with it because you have proved that you can be trustworthy. Hallelujah. You proved that you could be trustworthy. You hear how that word come together? Trustworthy. Now you are worthy of my trust, says the Lord. Now, now I can support and strengthen you. Now I can do it. Now I can honor you because you have proved yourself to be of a, of a righteous character. Hallelujah. You have proved yourself to truly be my child. Hallelujah. Now I must, now I'm going to honor you. Hallelujah. So they concluded our only chance of finding grounds of, for accusing Daniel was of accusing Daniel will be in connection with the rules of his religion Hallelujah and we see back when Jesus was getting tempted he went to Jesus religiously it was it was religiously I can't get him to do anything else. I can't tempt him to actually do sinful things. Now I'm going to come at him more religiously. Now I'm going to play on the word of God with him. Now I'm going to try to use scriptures and manipulate what I, what I want him to do. I want him to condemn himself. So now I can have a foothold. That's what the enemy was trying to do. Let me try to manipulate this. Let me manipulate this scripture. Hallelujah. Maybe, maybe I could cause him to, Slip if I do this. Hallelujah. That's what he will do to you. He will try to use scripture against you. But that's why you have to be firm in who you are are it's about what lives inside of you it's about the holy spirit that's inside of you the holy spirit shall lead you into all truth you have to stand your ground and you have to tell him man that has only lives by every word that comes from the lord our god man cannot live by bread alone man cannot do that yes the scriptures say that if i fall that the angels will hold me up And I won't even hurt my foot on a stone. But what it also says is that I shall not test the Lord. What it says is I'm not going to try to jump off a cliff. Hallelujah. I'm not going to try to do that just to test what the Lord says. But I'm not going to test him. But I know that my God is rich in mercy. If I do slip, do you catch that? Yes, God will protect you. Yes, we fall short, but I will not put myself in a circumstance just because I know that my Lord is rich in mercy to test him. I'm not going to do that. And that's what you have to know, and that's what you have to stand on when, when that when that enemy tries to come at you because he 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 has those cunning ways like the Bible talks about of trying to trick you up, trying to get you to condemn yourself to try to get to get um that spirit of anxiety on you to try to get you to question if god really loves you, if God really cares about you if if God's really listening, but I'm here to tell you, God always hears God's always. Here. The word says that he will never leave us nor forsake us. God is here, but that enemy will lie to you. And try to make you feel like he's not right here, that he has left you, that you have did too much, that God, that God, he doesn't even want you no more. The enemy will lie to you with them lies. He will try to lie. That's the kind of lie, lying he is. He's the L-Y-I-N-G type. He a lion. He just lying. That's what he does. He's a roaring lie. That's all. That's all. And that's it. God got you. You are in his hand and can't nobody take you out. Do you hear me? I'm speaking to somebody. God got you in his hand and can't nobody take you out. Do you understand me? Can't nobody pluck you out of God's hand. Hallelujah. God is a man of his word. He is a man of his word and his word will not return back to him void. If he told you he will never leave you nor forsake you, he's not going any because he is a man of his word his word is so he will not take it back he will not take back what his word says hallelujah hallelujah so the enemy will try to come at you with with trying to trick you up about the scriptures but you gotta stand firm you gotta be fearless hallelujah though I walk through the valley, a shadow of death with the shadow of death. That means death is right there. That means death is right there. Yes. I'm walking through the valley and death's right there. I shall fear no evil. I shall fear no evil. Hallelujah. Wait, we won't, we won't go there in a second because I feel like somebody, Oh, we're going to go there right now. Hallelujah. We're going to go there right now. We're coming back. We're coming back. we coming back. Psalms 23. And it says, i gotta, i gotta do the the uh, k j v um it says the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside still waters. He restores my soul. God is peaceful. God brings you peace. God does not give you a spirit of fear. Hallelujah. And that's how you be knowing that's the enemy trying to trick you up. Because it's he it's just that that, that feeling of anxiousness and worry and doubt and regret that tries to consume you. That that tries to to condemn you. God doesn't give you that. This is what God gives you. He maketh me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restoreth my soul. That's what he does. Listen. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of shadow of death, I will fear no evil for thou art with me. Thy ride and thy staff, thy comfort me. Hallelujah. Thy ride and thy staff comfort me. God will comfort you. God will be there. Listen. Hallelujah. When you are walking through the valley. Sometimes the Lord might have to use his rod to get you back into the line, into alignment. He'll use his word to get you back into alignment. But you shall, there's no fear there. God will not have fear in your mind. There's no doubt with God. You know what you know when it comes to God. It's a knowing that the Lord has placed within you that you just know what you need to know. You know it. So when you see thy ride and thy step, yes, yeah, sometimes he might have to correct you, he might have to get you back into alignment. But it's a way that God does it. That there's no fear there. There's no fear. You have to fear not because perfect love casts out all fear. And we know God is love. So the way that he loves us, it casts out all fear. There's so much empowerment when 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 God, when you're in the presence of God and you are communing with him. There's so much love there that even when he comes up uh, when he comes to correct you, it's in a loving way it's not in a way to make you um like feel like he doesn't love you no more. The enemy, that's thats just what he does. He tries to make you feel like I messed up this time and God will never love me. I, 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 done, I done did too much. God's gonna leave me. That is a lie because when God corrects you, he doesn't in love. Sometimes it sounds a little like you gotta clutch your pearls because God gonna be real with you. He gonna be real with you. He a real one. So you gonna clutch your pearls when the Lord says something sometimes but you know he's saying it because he loves you. You know that he, he corrects and he disciplines the ones that he loves you know that so you like okay i understand like listen when the lord be when i be getting convicted i be like Dad, i messed up again I be like, dang i'm still i'm still it's still a process it's still a process but i understand when god's convicted me okay lord let me let me get big I, i'm not trying to I understand that I did this this and I repent. Lord, help me do it the right way. That's the way you got to be. Sometimes you are going to like you're going to stumble a little bit. Just like when a baby's learning how to walk, we are like babies on this walk too. Like we are learning. Each day, something new about God. So you know how when a baby's walking and they waddling, I think that's the cruising stage when they holding on to stuff, and then they start walking more freely and they wobbling, but they still might fall, but now they might fall and put their hands out and they get right back up. No, They don't crawl no more. They get back up and keep on walking. That's how it is. You might, you might get knocked over for a second, but get back up and walk. Pick up your mat and you walk. Hallelujah. Pick it back up. Hallelujah, thou preparest a table for me in the presence of my enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. You will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Just trust him. Trust that his promises, trust in what God has said. He is not leaving you. You have not went too far that God will turn his back on you. Do you know that God will leave the ninety nine? To go get that one? Family, we have talked about this before. And I can witness and testify that I was that one that left the flock and God came and got me. I was the one who went astray and God came to get me. He left the whole flock to come and get me. So I know he will do it for you. Listen, let me tell you something. I turned my back. I turned my back on the Lord. I wanted to go pursue what I thought I wanted. Hallelujah. But God never turned his back on me. He was faithful in what he promised me, even when I didn't know his promises. He still kept them over my life. So I know if he will do it for me, he will do it for you. Let me tell you something. Everybody has went their own way at a point in life, but that's the goodness of God's mercy is the fact that he can destroy you, but he chooses to have compassion. Who glory be to God. Let me say that again. God has the power to destroy you, but instead he chooses to have compassion. That's where his mercy is. We know that scriptures tell us that we wake up each morning with new mercy. Hallelujah. I can give you the scripture. I know it's in limitations. I, I know it's in limitations. Hold on. Hallelujah. It's limitations chapter three. Verse twenty two. Um, hold on. It says in verse twenty two It is the Lord, it is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed, because his compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. Hallelujah. When let me, I'm going to switch to the NLT. The faithful love of the Lord never ends. His mercy never ceases. Great is his faithfulness. His mercies begin afresh each morning. I say to myself, the Lord is my inheritance. Therefore, I will hope in him. Excuse me, the Lord is good to those who depend on him, to those who search for him. So it is good to wait quietly for the salvation from the Lord. And it is good for people to submit at an early age to the yoke of discipline. Let them sit alone in silence beneath the Lord's demands. Let them tie let them lie face down in the dust, for they may be for there may be hope at last. Let them turn the other cheek to those who strike them and accept the insults of their enemies. For no one is abandoned by the Lord forever. Though he brings grief, he also shows compassion because of the greatness of his unfailing love. For he does not enjoy hurting people or causing them sorrow. If people crush underfoot all the prisoners of the land, if people, If people crush underfoot all the prisoners of the land, if they deprive others of their rights in defiance of the most high, if they twist justice in the courts, doesn't the Lord see all these things? Who can command things to happen without the Lord's permission? Does not the most high send both calamity and good? Then why should we mere humans complain when we are punished for our sins? Instead, let us test and examine our ways. Let us turn back to the Lord. Let us lift up, let us lift our hearts and hands to God in heaven and say, We have sinned and rebelled, and you have not forgiven us. You have engulfed us with your anger, chased us down, and slaughtered us without mercy. You have hidden yourself in a cloud so our prayers cannot reach you. You have discarded us as, as refuse, and garbage among the nations. All our enemies have spoken out against us. We are filled with fear, for we are trapped, devastated, and ruined. Tears stream from my face because of the destruction of my people. My tears flow endlessly. They will not stop until the Lord looks down from heaven and sees My heart is breaking over the fate of all the women of Jerusalem. My enemies, whom I have never harmed, hunted me down like a bird. They threw me into a pit and dropped stones on me. The water rose over my head and I cried out, this is the end. But I called on your name, Lord, from deep within the pit. You heard me when I cried. Listen to my pleading. Hear my cry for help. Yes, you came when I called. You told me, do not fear. Mm, Let me read that again. Yes, you came when I called. You told me, do not fear. That is the goodness of God. Let me tell you something about this verse. There was a time, family, that I was deep. Mm, deep, 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 deep within the pit. Hallelujah. And I called on him, Jesus. I called on Jesus. Who? I called on Jesus and he came. Who? Hallelujah. He didn't say, nah, I ain't coming. I called on him and he came. Do you hear what I'm saying? I called on him and he came and he told me, do not be afraid. He told me, do not be afraid. Hallelujah. Your Lord, you have come to my defense. You have redeemed my life. Oh, th- this is hitting today. Oh, Jesus. Because that is what the Lord has did in my life. He has redeemed me. He has came to my defense. Hallelujah. Let me tell you something. When the Lord gives you that verdict, when he says not guilty who Jesus when he says not guilty and he starts to pour that blood out in the courtroom over you it's it hit different it's something different about when the Lord redeems you it's something different when your case gets dismissed who is something about it it's something about it that changes your life because you're sitting there and you know you know that you did some things. You know that with what you know what the opposite side is saying. What's that? Um, what's that? The defense, the, the defense, uh, the defense, whatever it's called. Y'all know what I'm trying to say. When you sit in that courtroom and that enemy, he he trying to pull out his paperwork on you, and you sitting there, and you like, and he got he got evidence. That he, he got his little demonic evidence, and then the Lord asks you, "What you pleading?" Who listen, you sit in that courtroom and the Lord asks you what you pleading, and you say I plead in the blood. And when you plead that blood, and he said, Your honor, Hallelujah, she said she plead in the blood. And when let me tell you something, and when your honor says not guilty, hallelujah. When he says case dismissed, and you sitting there like listen, but the enemy had paperwork, pile. To the heavens on me. He done had paperwork on stuff. He done had photographic evidence on some stuff. And you telling me not guilty? Who, Jesus? It's something about it. I'm telling you, it's something about that blood. It's something about that blood that will change your life. Who, Jesus? I'm telling you the truth. I done been sitting in the courtroom and I done been like, who, I done did that. I done did that, Lord. And Jesus was like, shh, you plead in the blood. <laughs> you don't you plead innocent, but you plead in the blood. Don't lie. Don't lie and say you innocent. You just plead the blood. Okay, you plead the blood and let me show you how it works. Who Jesus? And let me tell you something about my God. That is something about it. Mm. It's something about that blood, Joel. And somebody need to hear this. It's something about this blood that'll change your life. I'm telling you, it's something about this blood that will redeem you. Who Jesus? It's something about this blood that will come to your defense who is something about it it's something about how the lord well we'll just vindicate you because of the blood. Who all you got to say is Lord, I'm pleading the blood. When that enemy is coming at your mind, trying to 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 uh be like, but you did this, but you did that, but this happened, and you acted like that. It's something when you say, I plead the blood. Who it's something about that enemy having to get rebuked out the courtroom. Hallelujah. It's something about it when you see him starting to gather his evidence and, t- and storming out the courtroom because he lost the case it's something about the blood Oh jesus let me tell you something let me tell you something that bl- it's something in the blood I, that's all i can say is it's something in that blood oh jesus I, family Oh Jesus. Oh Jesus. You know what I'm talking about. If you have pled the blood in the in the in the courtroom of God, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, go plead the blood in the courtroom of God. And you're gonna find out who Jesus, because it's something in it. It's something in it. who <laughs> that's all I can say. It's something in it that I can't explain. But I'm telling you that it works. Who Jesus? I'm telling you that it works and let me tell you something it ain't nothing it ain't nothing you know um how can i put it it ain't nothing uh bad about it it ain't nothing like it's just a fresh new start like yeah we heard we John he testified against me but i plead the blood and it's something about how the lord be like your sins are forgiven You can leave. You free. You free. Oh, it's something about when he says you free. Because I know when he says you're free, you're free indeed. Hallelujah. It's something about when, when the Lord says, go ahead and Peace. Ooh, ooh, ooh. it's something it's something when the Lord says go in peace my child you are free ooh, Jesus he's speaking to somebody right now he says go in peace my child you are free ooh, that's what he said that's what he said and if it's you receive it hallelujah close that enemy's mouth by the power of God and all he said is go in peace my child you are free ooh, Jesus let me tell you something the Lord done broke from shackles off of me by just saying you are free I said you are free who don't you forget that you are free hallelujah let me tell you something in the kingdom of God you you might have. The enemy tried to try to convict you with a felony. He might try to get you with a misdemeanor. He might try it. But if the Lord says you free, hallelujah, that doesn't follow you no more. You know how in the world it tries to follow you. It tries to stay on your background. People can see that you have been convicted of this, 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 and that. But let me tell you something about God. When he says you are free and when he pours that blood out on your, on your background check and your background don't come back clean it's something about it it's something about it who jesus it's something about it let me tell you something you are free i need someone to say that say i am free and free indeed hallelujah who's who the sun sets free is free indeed who jesus hallelujah oh jesus 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 it's something about it it's something about it. You have seen the wrong they have done to me, Lord. Be my judge and prove me right. Who You have seen the vengeful plots my enemies have laid against me. Lord, you have heard the vile names they call me. You know all about the plans they have made. My enemies whisper and mutter as they plot against me all day long. Look at them, whether they sit or stand, I am the object of their mocking songs. Pay them back, Lord, for all the evil they have done. Give them hard and stubborn hearts and then let your curse fall on them. Chase them down in your anger, destroying them beneath the Lord, beneath the Lord's heavens. Who Jesus. Hallelujah. Somebody tell the Lord, say, be my judge. Be my judge, Jesus. Who Be my judge, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Somebody gotta say that because I can feel, I can feel the oppression. I can feel that the enemy is trying to oppress you. Hallelujah. And all it takes is to petition the court. Hallelujah. And to, and to go over your case with Jesus. I'm telling you, you know how before you go to court, you might have to go and you know you gotta meet with your attorney you gotta have a call, a consultation I'm telling you to dial Jesus up dial him up and say Lord I need a consultation cause I got this case that I want to take to court hallelujah I, I heard that you you a good defense I heard that I heard that about you I heard that and I'm just trying to see if we can look over this case hallelujah cause listen I done did some things I gotta admit to you that I did some things but you think you can get me off do you think you could do that go to the lord who jesus because let me tell you something the enemy don't want you to know who the son says free is free indeed i need you to know it who he says free is free indeed i'm about to give you the scripture who says glory be to god let me tell you something about my Jesus. Who Jesus? Oh, he did it for me, Lord. He did it for me. <laughs> Listen, I was in that courtroom and the Lord was like, you free to go. Who Jesus? Who Jesus? Oh, who mm, 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 mm. glory be to God. And it's something I don't know about y'all. But I'm not one of them people that like to go in and out of jail. I don't like going in and out of spiritual jail. I like to be free. I like to be free. And I ain't going back to them things that's going to get me in jail. I'm keeping my freedom. I ain't going in and out. You ain't going to see me in the pen in and out. I'm not. No, I'm free. I'm very free out in these streets. Okay? Hallelujah. Let's go to John chapter 8. And we're going to go back to Daniel. We're going back to Daniel. Hallelujah. And it says... Jesus said to the people who believed in him, you are truly my disciples if you remain faithful to my teachings. You are truly his disciples if you remain faithful to his teaching and you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. You have to get into the word of God because in the word of God when you hang on to what Jesus said when you remain faithful to what his teaching says, you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. Yes, the enemy of try to come up to you and he will try to manipulate the scriptures but when you know the scripture and you rebuke the enemy and you tell him what the scripture says says then hallelujah you will be free you will truly be free it's just that easy it's just that easy to go into your secret place with the Lord hallelujah and to be in the word to know when the enemy comes up against you that you know the truth and the truth will set you free when he will lie and say God has left you You can rebuke him and say, Get out of here, Satan, because the scripture says that he will never leave me nor forsake me. That's what the scripture says. Hallelujah. But will you believe the lie? Will you believe the lie? Will you believe the lie? There's no truth in a lie, so you can't be free. But when you know the truth, the truth shall set you free. Hallelujah. Do you get it? Do you get what the Lord is speaking to you today? Hallelujah. But we are descendants of Abraham, they said. We have never been slaves to anyone. What do you mean you will be set free? Jesus replied, I tell you the truth. Everyone who sins is a slave of sin. A slave is not a permanent member of the family, but a son is part of the family forever. So if the son sets you free, you are truly free. If the sun sets you free, you are truly free. There's no if, ands, or buts. If Jesus said you free, you are truly free. It, listen, it's not about what the enemy or one of his little imps is saying to you it's about what jesus said that's why the lord sometimes he'll just let you sit in that situation because he's like do you believe what i said to you do even though you you might feel the yoke around you do you believe that you are free do you believe in the power of my blood do you believe it says the lord do you believe in my blood that you are truly free do you Hallelujah. I'm sitting here and I'm examining you because I want to see if you really believe what I told you. Do you believe it? Do you believe it? If you believe it, profess it over yourself because the truth will set you free. You say that who the son sets free is free indeed and that truth will set you free. Hallelujah. You got to believe in your heart that, listen, the word says that I am free. And ain't no demon, devil, and hell gonna take my freedom from me. That's what you gots to know. That's what you have to know. Hallelujah. Yes, I realize that you are descendants of Abraham. And yet some of you are trying to kill me because there's no room in your hearts for my message. I am telling you what I saw when I was with my father. But you are following the advice of your father. Hallelujah. And it's some people that will try to kill the movement of God. The Holy Spirit is trying to do a good work in you. But you keep on trying to go back to what everybody else said. You turn back to what everybody is saying but you won't listen to the Holy Spirit when he tells you the truth. You go back. You go back to those lies when people told you you wasn't good enough, when people told you you weren't worthy enough, when people told you that what, what good can come from Nazareth. You believe those things when, a, when they said that nothing good can come from where you're from. You have believed it. You believed the lies of the enemy, but the, the son is truly trying to set you free, but you kill the move of God. You kill it when he's trying to tell tell you the truth. Listen to the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. You, got, <clears throat> you gotta You got listen to the Holy Spirit because he will lead you into all truth. Hallelujah. You can't care about what he said, she said, they said, they. all of them said. You can't worry about that, but you gotta focus on God. What did God say? Did God set you free? Hallelujah. Who said that nothing good can come from where you live? Who said that? Or did you believe it? You believed it. Did God say that? Did God say nothing good can come from you, come from where you at? did God say that or did a mere human say it you decided to store it in your heart and believe in it but let me tell you something I've rebuked that enemy in the name of Jesus because something good can come from you something good can come from that environment but you gotta believe it you gotta believe that who the sun sets free is free indeed hallelujah you gotta know you gotta know <clears throat> sorry my voice is all jacking up cause listen here the spirit of the sovereign lord is upon me that's why hallelujah other our father is abraham they declared no jesus replied for if you are really the children of abraham you will follow his example instead you are trying to kill me because i told you the truth which i heard from god abraham never did such a thing no you are imitating your real father hallelujah Hallelujah. They replied, we aren't illegitimate children. God himself is our true father. Jesus told them, if God were your father, you would love me because I have come to you from God. I am not here on my own, but he sent me. Why can't you understand what I am saying? It's because you can't even hear me. It's because you can't even hear me. Hallelujah. Why can't you understand what I am saying? It's because you can't even hear me. You can't even hear me. You have hardened your heart towards me. I'm trying to speak to you, but your heart is hardened towards me. You can't even hear me. You can't even hear what I'm saying because you, you, you don't want to you don't want to hear what I'm saying you don't want to hear my truth so it can set you free you don't want to hear it soften your heart towards me so I can set you free so you can read my truth so you can hear my truth and it shall set you free says the Lord hallelujah Hallelujah. For you are the children of your father, the devil, and you love to do the evil things he does. He was a murderer from the beginning. He has always hated the truth because there is no truth in him. When he lies, it's consistent with his character for he is a liar and the father of lies. So when I tell you the truth, you just naturally don't believe me. Which of you can truthfully accuse me of sin? And since I am telling you the truth, why don't you believe me? Anyone who belongs to God listens gladly to the words of God. But you don't listen because you don't belong to God. When you don't listen to what the Holy Spirit is speaking, it's because you don't belong to him it's there's nothing else that really needs to be said beyond that but soften your heart towards the lord but if you remain to be stubborn and hard-hearted you just don't belong to him hallelujah when the holy spirit tells you something do you choose to listen or not but soften, I'm speaking to somebody. Soften your heart so you can hear him. Your heart is too hard that you can't even hear his truth. You can't even hear how you can be set free because your heart is too hard. You will enjoy a lie better than you enjoy the truth. You rather hear a lie than to hear the truth. So whose father, who would be your father if you enjoy the lie? Because the enemy is the father of lies and the truth can't be in them. So if you enjoy a lie, it's time to reevaluate your circumstances, your situations. It's time to go to the father. Hallelujah. But I know that it's some people. Who just don't like the truth. Hallelujah. 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 Lord, do you want me to keep on reading this? The people retorted, you Samaritan devil. Didn't we say all along that you were possessed by a demon? No, Jesus said, I have no demon in me, for I honor my father and you dishonor me. And though I have no wish to glorify myself, God is going to glorify me. He is the true judge. He is the true judge. I tell you the truth. Anyone who obeys my teaching will never die. Who's Jesus? Anybody that obeys his teaching will never die. The people said, now we know you are possessed by a demon. Even Abraham and the prophets died. But you say, anyone who obeys my teaching will never die? Are you greater than our father Abraham? He died and so did the prophets. Who do you think you are? Jesus answered, if I want glory for myself, it doesn't count, but it is my father who will glorify me. You say he is our God, but you don't even know him. I know him. If I said otherwise, I would be as great a liar as you, but I do know him and obey him. Your father, Abraham rejoiced as he looked forward to my coming. He saw it and was glad. The people said, You are even 50 years old. How can you say you have seen Abraham? Do you see how they just was they were questioning Jesus out of pride? They were questioning him out of trying to prove him wrong. They were trying to prove him wrong. And in some people, even now, when the Holy Spirit convicts you, all you want to do is try to prove the Holy Spirit wrong. Hallelujah jesus answered i tell you the truth before abraham was even born i am let me tell you something the lord is the i am that's i am he is sovereign do you hear me he sits up high and he looks down low do you hear me he is i am stop wrestling with the spirit and let it engulf and overtake you says the lord hallelujah Hallelujah. It's a saying I heard before. It is so true. Your arms is too little to try to box with God. You can't try to box with God. Your arms is too little. That is a fight you are going to lose. Just surrender. Who? Just surrender. Cast your pride down. That's where it has to start. You have to start with casting your pride down. Because your pride wants to exalt your knowledge over God's. So you got to humble yourself and you have to know that God is all knowing. You have to know that God is rich in wisdom and knowledge and you have to surrender and be at his feet and say, Lord, I really just don't know. It's a humbling factor that has to happen when you want your life to be changed, when you want to follow the leading of the spirit. It's these words that you have to say and they sound like this i don't know lord give me wisdom understanding and knowledge lord hallelujah show me how to get through it lord I don't know what to do, Father. It sounds like that when you have to humble yourself before the Lord. When you have to say, Lord, you are the I am. That is, I am. Hallelujah. You are. You are Yahweh. Hallelujah. It's something about it where you can humble yourself before the Lord. And then he lifts you up in honor when he sees fit. It's something about it. But when you try to go sit at the head of the table, Hallelujah. It's a humbling factor when the Lord says, this seat ain't for you. I need you to to raise on up. I need you to get on up because this wasn't for you. It's something when you go to the foot of the table, when you go to the, the, the bottom of the table. It's something about that when the Lord says, since you humbled yourself, now I can seat you in the seat of honor. It's something about it. Hallelujah. Because the whole time the Lord is saying, I want to give you life and give it to you more abundantly. But when you speak to me out of your pride, I can do nothing with it. I can do nothing with it, cause your pride is only ignorance to me," says the Lord. Your only, your pride is what makes you ignorant to me. You have a lack of knowledge when your pride gets in the way. Who, Jesus? At that point, they picked up stones to throw at him, but Jesus was hidden from him, from them, hidden from them, and left the temple. The fact that they they just rejected him, they lifted the stones up, they picked them up and was ready to throw at him. They heart and their hearts. They couldn't see him. He left. He left the temple. He had to leave. And that's what happens when you, when you don't go into the leading of the Holy Spirit. When you don't follow his ways. He will leave the temple. Because you're telling him, I don't need you. Hallelujah. And now you're just walking in hell. Because you're saying, I don't need you. I have all the answers that I need. And that is a lie from the pits. That is a straight lie from the pits. If you think you don't need him. Hallelujah. Because let me tell you something. Go make your own oxygen. I'm talking about oxygen from scratch, scratch. Like how the Lord gave us oxygen. How go make you a whole new body by yourself. And you're gonna see just how fast you need the Lord. And I ain't talking about you gotta use your own everything. You can't use nothing that's already here. You gotta you gotta create it all by yourself. You got to create your own dust. That's what I'm talking about from scratch. And you're going to see just how fast you need the Lord. It's a humbling factor where you can cast down your pride and say, I really don't know. Who Jesus? Who Jesus? Who Jesus? So, um... Family. Um... We're going to do Daniel. We're going to finish reading Daniel. But then we're going to do a part three. Okay. Because, you know, family, we just, you, you know, I'm just feeling these different parts. <laughs> I just feel the different parts. But let's go back to Daniel. It says, so ver- Daniel 6, verse 6. So the administrators and high officers went to the king and said, long live King Darius. We are all in agreement. We administrators, officials, high officers, advisors, and governors that the king should make the law that would give, that will be strictly enforced. Give orders that the next 30 days, any person who prays to anyone, divine or human, except to you, your majesty will be thrown into the den of lions. Now he's trying, you see how now they're trying to come back, Daniel, religiously. Hallelujah. Now they're trying to come up against his relationship with the Lord. Now they're trying to make laws to say that, oh, you can't go and speak to the Lord. or, Or, you know, they're trying to come up against your prayer life. Hallelujah. And that's what these imps will do. They will try to work through people or they will try to just come up against you to try to Um, detach you from your relationship with the Lord. But you gotta keep your feet planted and knowing that my God is sovereign. Hallelujah. And that he got a plan. I know he got a ram in the thickest. So I will not worry about what your lying self is saying. I don't care what kind of lying you're trying to roar. I don't care. I don't care what kind of lie you trying to roar. Because I know my God got me. Hallelujah. And it says, "And now, your Majesty, issue and sign this law so it can be changed, an official of the Medes and Persians that cannot be revoked." So King Darius signed the law, but when Daniel learned that the law had been signed, he went home and knelt down as usual in his upstairs room with his with his windows open toward Jerusalem. He prayed three times a day, just as he did. He uh, he had always done, giving thanks to God. And then the officials went together to Daniel's house and found him praying and asking for God's help. So you see these enemies, they be trying to find a way, excuse me, to get you caught up. They will. They'll try to find a way to get you caught up. Oh, let's go peek in the window and see what he's doing. That's what them little imps be trying to do. Let me just find a way to try to, to try to mess up what you got going on that's just that's a purpose that's their purpose so they went straight to the king and reminded him about his law did you not sign a law that for the next 30 days any person who prays to anyone divine or human except to you your majesty will be thrown into the den of lions holy sometimes that enemy will try to petition the courts and be like D- didn't your words say this or they'll try to get behind people and actually try to uh, do things in the in the physical realm. Didn't you say this? The Trish tried to stop the relationship you have with the father. All Daniel was doing was praying in his house by himself, minding his business. He wasn't hurting nobody. They had to come to him, look in his house to see what he was doing. But let me tell you something. It was the fearlessness of Daniel. Daniel didn't shrink back. He had his windows open and was praying. You're going to hear me pray to my Lord and Savior. That's what Daniel was on. You're going to hear this prayer. I'm not about to shrink back in fear. You're going to hear me talking to my Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah and that's the attitude that we have to keep today that's being fearless is that no matter what circumstance i'm going to pray to my god because i know i know i need him i know i hunger and thirst after him hallelujah yes the king replied that decision stands it is an official law of the Medes and persians that cannot be revoked then they told the king that the man Daniel, the one, <clears throat> the one of the captives from Judah, is ignoring you and your law. He still prays to his God three times a day. Hearing this, the king was deeply troubled and he tried to think of a way to save Daniel. He spent the rest of the day looking for a way to get Daniel out of this predicament. In the evening, the men went together. See, it's talking about the Lord that even that the people who... Are trying to come up against you. Your enemies have to have peace with you. You see how? Yes, it was a decree, but the the king still was trying to find a way to to help Daniel out of the circumstance. Yes, it, it the, the situation has manipulated him he's still trying to find a way to help him and and that's the power of our lord even who though the ones that the enemy will use god will cause them to have peace with you hallelujah so at last the the king gave orders to daniel to be arrested and thrown into the den of lions the king said to him may your god whom you serve so faithfully rescue you a stone was brought and placed over the mouth of the den. The king sealed the stone with his own royal seal and the seals of his nobles. So the, the, no one could rescue Daniel. Then the king returned to his palace and spent the night fasting. Who Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Do you see how the, the Lord had caused? Yes, the king, he wrote the decree that came up against what Daniel was doing. Yes. He was manipulated into making the decree, but he still went into his his secret place. He still went there and fasted. Hallelujah. He still prayed for them. He said, may your Lord rescue you. May the God you pray to rescue you. God can use anybody to fulfill what he has ordained over your life. Hallelujah. The same ones that have cursed you, God will turn around and cause them to bless you. Do you hear what I'm saying? Very early in the next morning, the king got up and hurried out to the lion's den. When he got there, he called out in anguish, Daniel, servant of the living God, was your God in whom you serve faithfully able to rescue you from the lions? Daniel answered. Long live the king. My God sent his angel to shut the lion's mouth so they could not hurt me. For I have been found innocent in his sight and I have not wronged you, your majesty. Oh, Jesus. who Jesus. Glory be to God. Then I tell you it's something About that blood Yes you are sitting in the den Yes you're sitting in the enemy He's sitting right there Hallelujah he's sitting right there With his little evidence Hallelujah and he's trying to He's trying to get the Lord to say that you are guilty But it's something about When the Lord says Saying I rebuke you In the name of Jesus It's something about when God says it It's something about when he pours that blood out I'm telling you it's something about when he pours that blood out Hallelujah And you have been found innocent in his sight It's something about it Whew, I'm telling you God deserves all the glory He will cause even that lion's mouth to be shut That lion cannot hurt or harm you And I need you to store this up in your heart That lion cannot hurt you That lion cannot harm you I have not wronged you, Your Majesty. Hallelujah. I have not wronged you. Oh, Jesus. It says, the king was overjoyed in order that Daniel be lifted from the den. Not a scratch was found on him, for he had trusted in his God. See how it was an elevation. Daniel was. He was in the den. Hallelujah. But when the Lord shut that lion's mouth, that lion couldn't devour Daniel. Hallelujah. There was a lifting that happened. The king was overjoyed. In order that Daniel be lifted from the den, I need you to understand that in your suffering, you might be sitting in that den, and that lion is sitting right there. And it's that suffering. It's that what if, what if the if if he devours me? You've been in that den all night, and you don't know what that lion is going to do. But you trust that your God is faithful. You trust that He is able. It's a lifting that happens. It's a a joy. The Lord becomes overjoyed because he's like, look at my child. Hallelujah. Look at them believing in who I said I am. Look at them trusting me. It's something about it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah that causes a lifting to happen. It causes a lifting to be happened. Daniel was no longer in the den because a lifting happened. Hallelujah. The elevation came. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Then the king gave orders to arrest the men who maliciously accused Daniel. He had them thrown into the lions' den along with their wives and children. The lions leaped on them and tore them apart before they had even hit the floor of the den. Who is something about the Lord's vengeance? Vengeance is the Lord's. Them same the same thing that the enemy tried to use for your bad god will use it for your good and then he will turn what the enemy meant for your bad to the enemies that tried to cause the bad god will give them what they had set up for you like in the book of esther how um Haman had ordered the poles to be imp- up because they wanted to impel Mordecai. But in turn, Haman got impaled and his sons got impaled and his stuff got plundered. It's something about how the, the one that the enemy used, God will inflict what that person tried to do on them. What they try to do to you, God will give it to them. They will have to drink of that cup of suffering that they tried to cause you. And I need you to understand that. That enemy, and the enemy, he don't care about nobody. So the same person that he used, he will turn around and tear that person limb from limb. Because he is on a purpose to destroy, to kill, and to steal. He will use you and then throw you away when he done. In the name of Jesus, that's the truth. He will use you and then once he done using you, he will tear you limb from limb. Who, Jesus. Then King Darius said This message to the people of every race, nation, and language throughout the world. Peace and prosperity to you. I decree that everyone throughout my kingdom should tremble with fear before the God of Daniel. See, after this lifting of Daniel. Who? After this lifting of Daniel. I said Daniel. I'm sorry, y'all. Of Daniel. (laughs) I'm sorry, y'all. After that lifting, right? Now... He brought God much glory. The fact that he trusted God. He trusted God even in the den with the lion. That God was faithful and he was able to do what he could do. Hallelujah. He now has brought it throughout the whole kingdom. That everyone should tremble with fear before the God of Daniel. And it's the same thing in your life. Hallelujah. You're going to bring so much glory to the Father. Because, yeah, although you have been through much, when you come out, as you are walking out of this den, you will see that you are un- people, and people will see you have been unharmed, untouched. That lion's mouth was closed. And people are going to be like, who is that? We have to tremble at fear. No other God is like the God that they serve. That God is something different. Hallelujah and in your suffering You will bring him much glory Trust him Trust him in this suffering You bring him much glory Even to the people who you don't think Is watching you They see you bringing much glory To the father I'm telling you And with this lifting with this Elevation God is going to Show you off of look at my Child Look, look Look at the faithfulness Of my child Look how they trusted me. Look how they honor me. Look how they don't give up on me. It's something about how the Lord honors his children. Who Jesus. And we see it in the life of Jesus. Jesus said, I, I have no, I don't want to glorify myself. I, I don't have, I don't want to do that. But it's God who is going to glorify me. Cause God is in the business of glorifying his children and just speak it out your mouth because the power of, of life and death is in your tongue. Speak life over yourself right now in the name of Jesus. And say, Lord, I want to bring you much glory in the name of Jesus. Who? Glory be to God. And it says, for he is the living God. He will endure forever forever. His kingdom will never be destroyed and his rule will never end. He rescues and saves his people. He performs miraculous signs and wonders in the heavens and on the earth. He has rescued Daniel from the power of the lions. So Daniel prospered during the reign of Darius and, rain, and the reign of Cyrus, the Persians. It's time. It's time. It's time to prosper. It's time to prosper in your spirit. It's time to prosper in your soul. And what God does, he starts a work within you. And it reflects on the outward. People are going to begin to see all that God has planted within you. It's going to now begin to manifest on the outward. And do you know why? It's because it's God's good pleasure to do it. It's God's good pleasure to do it. And he is honored to lift you. He is honored to elevate you. This is, this is what he wants to do. And, and all of this beauty that has been placed within you, people are now going to see it in the natural. Hallelujah. The Lord is shut in that lion's mouth. And you have been rendered free. <laughs> you are free. You are truly free. Receive your freedom and just say it that the son has set me free and I am free indeed. Just say it in the name of Jesus and believe it in your heart. Store that command. Write it on your hands. Write it. Put it around your house if you got to. You are free. Okay. You are truly free. Okay, fam. <laughs> Uh, we will definitely do a part three because I feel like Be Fearless is a banger. Hallelujah. And just sit back and rest because elevation is here. As the lion's mouth was closed, Daniel was lifted. And it's the same thing happening in your life. You are going to begin to see your life prosper before your eyes. Because as your soul is prospering, you will see your life prosper hallelujah believe it believe it let's go real quick i know i said i wasn't gonna make it long but listen we can't put no timer on the lord because breakthroughs is mandatory in the name of jesus if you for me you for me you're not gonna be intimidated by our long video you know (laughs) um let's go to chapter john hold on Okay, John 3, chapter 1. Let's go to verse 2. Dear friend, I hope and all, all is well with you and that you are healthy in body as you are strong in spirit. And hold on, because I'm going to read it to you. And... Hold on. Okay, let's go to the KJV. Beloved, I wish above all things that thou hast thou mayest prosper and be in health, even as thy soul prospereth. For I rejoice greatly when the brethren came and testified of the truth that is in thee, even as thou walkest in the truth. Hallelujah, let me read now. Let me read the NOT. And it says I hope you all is well with you, and that you are as healthy in body as you are strong in the spirit. You see how it's about being strong in the spirit, and being strong in the spirit will bring you your health. Being strong in the spirit will bring you your health because you know within you, what the Lord has for you will uh, it you will attract it because it's for you. So if you are struggling in your health. What the Lord has placed in you, his truth, will attract the health to you. If you are struggling in your finances, if you learn the truth of the Lord, it will attract your finances. It's about building the spiritual within you. Hallelujah. It's about that. And then as your soul prospers, you will see it prosper in your life you will see it in the natural as your soul prospers it always starts in the spiritual the spiritual is more powerful than the natural that's why we bring things down from the spiritual and we cause it to manifest by the power of God in Jesus name in the natural that's why Jesus is the living word who Jesus hallelujah so family I pray that this has blessed you we, we stay tuned for be fearless part three. I love y'all so much. Let's say this together. Most importantly, Jesus loves you. Bye.